0: Welcome to Path Forward Utah, the uh, June 25th edition uh, and Path Forward America. I'm your political host, Bob McEntee, talking about uh, all things political and some other, other kind of news and business news. Those kind of things is, is what I try to cover for you at what goes on in the last week. And uh, it's not a rule, but I like to start with a quote when I have a good one. And I have one for today that I think is kind of apt for today's society, um, even though it's from the book of Proverbs, which is very old. But so here, let me quote it for you. It's from Proverbs 25, verse two, from the King James Version, of course. It says, it is the glory of God to conceal a thing. But the honor of kings is to search out a matter. Now, it's that second part that I think is interesting. It is the honor of kings to search out a matter. So, so God expected the ruler, you know, to be interested in, enough to find out the truth, right? To find out what's the truth, what what should be done here, or if something's difficult that he would try to, you know, crack that nut, basically, and and I think we need to be like that um, to the extent possible. We need to search things out. We need, you know, there's so, people are, they don't know history, right? A lot of people don't know history. Some know some, right? It's hard to know all history. There's so much, but Try not to be the uninformed one, especially if you're going to be involved in politics, right? If, if you're not, well, maybe it's not as big of a deal. But I see it all the time. I was on a Zoom conference and we had some elected officials like the Utah County Clerk, brand new elected official, Josh Daniels. He, uh, he just took over for the one that left to become a county commissioner down there. And so Josh is eager. He's trying to do good. He joined our Zoom call with some citizens who are concerned about election integrity, which... Okay, they're right. They're not uninformed. They're right. We need to be concerned about election integrity from, you know, 1800 till now, right? There's always, there's always issues with election integrity. Uh, but I noticed a lot of people, they operated with ideas that just weren't true, right? So the clerk had to try to overcome some of those worries by explaining things. And, and I understand it, some of this info, information can be a little hard to get. But congratulations to those who found the event on Facebook. It was advertised on Facebook. Um, Sometimes the platform Republicans, if you get on their mailing list, um, go to the platform Republicans page on Facebook. It's the one with about 1,700 members. And growing, we add about two people a day, as a matter of fact. But you go look at that platform Republicans and and, uh, message us to say, hey, could you put me on your email list? And we will, because we advertise that. And it got people smart on what do our elections do? Because some people want to go back to paper voting. But I can tell you, as a student of history, that LBJ was pretty good about hacking and cheating those paper ballots, too, right? He could make a box of ballots appear over here. Or, you know, after the place was closed up, they go unlock it and throw a new box of ballots down there, right? That, you know, the, the problem is you need people with integrity to run elections. And even though paper ballots seem to offer that, they still have to be managed carefully, right? You don't want things that are easily counterfeited. You don't want just a black and white ballot that's really simple to run copies of or print copies of. You want um, like a sequentially numbered ballot or maybe one that has stripes on it. You know, that's a little bit hard to just run to the printer and get that printed. There's different ways to do it. I actually think that there's a group that wants to run an initiative and that's who some of the most interested people in the initiative, which is to go back to mostly in-person voting with only by exception when you request it, mail-in ballots. Uh, however, I, I, and I don't think it's a horrible idea. I just think the people aren't gonna be ready to let go of the easy voting that quickly. On an initiative, it is a popularity contest, right? You have to, you have to win. So I, I urge the creators of this to sponsor a survey like by the Lighthouse, they run good surveys. Find out what would people support. So this is we want people that run initiatives to be really informed, right? You don't want them just make an initiative, throw it out there, spend all this time and money, and then it falls on its face because they they didn't get the sense of what the people want. Um, I think even though they desire a good thing, my suggestion is let's find out what would people support, and be it's a good discussion. If you want to go to Platform Republicans on Facebook, we can talk about these kind of things, like how should we tighten up our elections in Utah? My personal idea is we shouldn't just mail all the ballots out to everybody we mailed them to last time because they didn't come back in the mail right they didn't get rejected by the post office we should have people um confirm that that yes they are eligible to vote in utah they won't vote anywhere else they're a u.s citizen that kind of basic thing then okay we're going to send you a ballot right and if they don't live here then they they can't fill that out and it would be under penalty of perjury. But these guys, you know, they want to do an initiative. So I said, well, do a survey, find out what people would support. You know, maybe they probably, I think it's something like 80% of people, Democrats and Republicans, um, there were polls that say 80% support having to show ID, right? Because people know if you want to fly on an airplane, you're going to have to show ID, right? You want to pick up a package of the post office, you're probably going to have to show ID, you know, unless they know you liquor store, et cetera. People are used to showing their ID. Uh, everybody that wants an ID has one, pretty much is how it works. There's a few people might need assistance, but they they seem to get it one way or another. But make it your moral imperative to to become the informed person, especially in the thing you're interested in. And I will notice that sometimes the best representatives or elected officials are the ones who will who will show up somewhere and explain things. You know, because people have this impression of how things work, but they don't actually know how things work you know, maybe they're already doing things. And I can assure you, well, the law's a little loose on getting people off the voter rolls, right? It allows some leeway. It doesn't say you have to do it monthly or yearly, but the good clerks in Utah, they do go through those rolls. And if people are deceased or they've moved, they take them off the voter rolls. So they don't, you know, just send ballots to where nobody is and they'll dump somebody into voting the wrong way. Um, so the, the good clerks do that. And if, if someone's running for clerk, you should go to like the open meeting or the Zoom meeting and ask them, well, how often will you do this, right? Because you ask them when they're running so that when they're in office, you can hold them to what they said, right? That That's a good setup. Uh, and the platform Republicans, by the way, we do that. If somebody wants to have our endorsement, we require they fill out a written, um, you know, not a survey, but application where they... They give us their hard stances on these issues. And then we go, hey, you said you support gun rights or you said you support low taxes. So we want to see you you know, work that out in your voting, right? Um, yes, I like the platform Republicans, but then just popular culture. You know, people don't know what the Foo Fighters are, even people that study aviation. And I say, I, I'm not talking about the band. I know there's a band called the Foo Fighters. People tend to know that. But the Foo Fighters were these UFO type things that showed up at the end of World War II. Both the Germans and the British saw it. It's really interesting. And I, I saw Steven Spielberg's Taken, which which isn't one of those kidnap movies. It, it's like an alien movie about the aliens. And it depicts them in a bad way, uh, which I think is appropriate for aliens, by the way. Um, but he showed the Foo Fighters in World War II. You know, a really neat scene in his, uh, his series, Taken. It's, it's, I think, 10 episodes. It's on YouTube, as a matter of fact. It's free. But it shows these balls of lightning flying around. And yes, you know, there was some cover up of UFO things, which now they're kind of taking the lid off that. Um, but people just don't know what those were. But both the Allies and the Germans saw them, and the, the Germans thought they must be Allied, and the Allies thought they must be German, but they weren't, they weren't fighting for either side. They were just in the battle, but they didn't, they didn't take aggressive action. It's just one of those things that's interesting and, I think, good for people to know about weird things uh, or a little bit different things, as well as your political things. Let's talk about the SCOTUS, Supreme Court of the U.S. Um, they actually, they get a lot of criticism, right? And lately they've handed down some good decisions. Maybe may too good because that's going to make uh, President Biden, or I should say, like louder with Crowder host says, uh, former Vice President Biden, because I think, I think the election is still up for debate, right? What happened there? But he's, he definitely was the former Vice President. So we can give him that title for sure. What the Supreme Court decided was that, and this is good for you, this is good news, even if you don't like how it came about. So there was a guy who was driving like an idiot, right? He's honking his horn for no reason, swerving a little bit. The police probably should have pulled him over, but they decided to just kind of observe him for a while as he drove home. What happened was they kind of let that go on too long, and the guy pulled in his driveway, opened the garage door, got out of his car, and read as the policeman like, put the lights on to pull him over. Um, just as he was pulling in his garage, and so the cop, actually the man, closed the garage door. Said he didn't see the cop later, but he closed the garage door. The policeman stopped it with his foot, right? So the the garage door hit his foot and it opens back up. That's how they're designed, safety thing. Then he went in and made him blow, um, blow for a DUI because he thought the guy was drunk, and it turns out he was drunk. Actually, of course, he's already home. He was he was three times the legal limit. So so this is not a great guy, right? Not a great moral example. But he argued that his arrest was illegal because the activity he was doing was a misdemeanor. And yet, he got arrested and convicted on a felony DUI charge. And actually, the Supreme Court agreed that hot pursuit does not apply to misdemeanors. And that's good news because you don't want police being able to come in your house just because, you know, your lawn's overgrown. Or, you know, you didn't you didn't cross the street right. So... I think that's a great victory, and they've been handing down some good ones. We'll talk more after the break about Utah match
1: Our hairballs have hairballs. Our cat mama, she's 10 years old. She has dandruff and an oily coat. I have two cats, BP and Daisy. Daisy sheds like crazy. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them, to live long, healthy, happy lives. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E There was not one problem.
0: Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy a cat will be.
1: D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. And I just have-
2: Awesome and amazing day. Hey there, friends. It's John and
1: Chelsea Jubilee. And today we have a message for you women out there. Are you premenopausal, postmenopausal, or maybe you're in the middle of menopause right now? Ouch. Listen, we have thousands of clients that have reported reversing all of their symptoms of menopause. Or maybe you have thyroid imbalances. Same thing for those women. Listen, this is your time.
2: Absolutely. You can reverse all of those symptoms and you can be your real joyful, exuberant and lean self again. Ladies, I don't care if six doctors told you you can't lose that fat after menopause or in menopause, you can. We have done it hundreds and hundreds of times, even in a medical setting documented. So make your action call today. Log on to energizehealth.com, energizehealth.com or call 888-444-8895.
1: That's 888-444-8895.
0: Welcome back to Path Forward Utah, Path Forward America, with your political host, Bob McAtee, and I've got a Utah special for you. We were talking about the SCOTUS there. They had a a good decision. Now we'll switch gears and talk about uh, a bill coming in Utah. So when legislators want to kind of reserve, hey, I've got an idea for next year's legislative session that starts at the end of January, they open what's called a bill file. And When they get more serious about it, you know, they'll have the drafting attorneys draft it up. These these guys don't necessarily write their own bill. They might kind of write an outline or maybe a lobbyist will or a concerned citizen. And then the drafting attorneys take over and they make it a law, right? Because they got to check the other laws. Does this conflict with anything? Do we need to change another area of the law? But Representative Kara Berklin from uh, Morgan County, she's a House representative. She's got, I think, a good bill. I know Kara. She's got a, a very reasonable, uh, she's a reasonable person with a conservative core. Although once in a while, like like people do, sometimes she gets pulled in other other directions. But people come back to their core, right? Her core is conservative. So I like this bill. What she wants to do is increase education for police de-escalation, both with the, the police need more training on how to de-escalate, but also uh, people like students. Let's teach the students how not to provoke the police or do things that will make the police be more cautious, right? Not everybody knows what the police are looking for, but sometimes there's certain actions you can take that will cause them concern, right? And that doesn't usually go well for you if you if you scare the, the cop, right? He's going to become the arresting officer if you, if you scare him. Um, but so both sides, and also uh, state employees, right? So just so everybody. Has an idea that you know we don't need things to get out of hand. We don't we don't want things to get out of hand. And and she says you know that's justified the cost of the training plus it makes better then they're not they're not going to be as hated. I mean no offense to police I'm not saying we should hate them. I'm just saying sometimes the things people don't like is if they feel like they got hassled or disrespected. Most police I've encountered are actually very professional, um, although not always you know, but most of the time they are, because they know it's going to go better if they treat you well. Um, of course, if you don't treat them well, you know, that kind of, that kind of breaks that social contract sometimes. Maybe it shouldn't, but it does. So I think her bill is a really good idea. And she makes the point, I heard her on Rod Arquette today, she makes the point that there'll be some cost savings because what happens when when things get out of hand and they, they shoot somebody or, or they hurt somebody too much in the arrest, you know, the citizens end up paying the bill for that lawsuit, right? Or it comes out of the police budget. Either way, we're paying the bill for somebody's misbehavior, whether it's the, you know, the person who was an acting right, or the police officer, or maybe a little bit of both, or kind of just an accident and somebody got hurt. Well, you know, the police and your city, et cetera, can be sued for that. So I think escalation is a good idea because you can always escalate later, right? It's it's harder to de-escalate a situation than to escalate it. Things things kind of tend to escalate. But that's that's good for you and me, that the police know their role. And they know that they're there to be keepers of the peace, right? They're not there to be agitators. Uh, even though a lot of people just might get feeling agitated when they get pulled over or somebody comes knocking on their door. Um, but if, if if everybody acts reasonably, it should keep the lid on things, and there'll be less of those kind of lawsuits and less people feeling bad about the police. I think that's a great bill, and I'm looking forward to see. Now I don't know who's going to design the curriculum. But I know there's, there's probably already curriculums designed, right? We're not the first people to think of this. So a lot of times state legislators will borrow. They'll say, what, what's, I hate to say what California doing, but, you know, someone that's ahead of us on that path, they'll, they'll copy that, um, kind of what their agenda is. And that's not a bad idea. Now, let me switch gears again back to, this is a local, county, state, national, international subject. And sorry to do it to you, but I'm going to talk about COVID. I don't like over-talking about it, but specifically the vaccines. And it's very interesting that about one-third of healthcare workers are reluctant to get the vaccine. Well, that's really interesting. Why is that? Now, most physicians have got it. The physicians are not as reluctant. Uh, maybe they should be, but there's there's this healthy suspicion of vaccines still among, among nurses and the other healthcare workers, you people that draw your blood, that, the hospitals want everybody vaccinated however let's remember please pause for a second remember these are still experimental vaccines we don't we don't even have six months of good data off these vaccines and we're still finding out it takes a while sometimes for problems to show up um here's a reference do you know the tuskegee am i saying that right tuskegee experiment i think i'm saying it right started back in 1932, and the, the federal government did this, The I think it was the CDC or whatever they were called before the CDC, without informing the patients that they were going to infect them with syphilis. I mean, most people aren't looking for free syphilis, right? Or at least not from a needle. And the Black men, right? This is why they think that some minorities have extra hesitancy in, in wanting vaccines. And they they didn't. It wasn't like a one year thing. Like, oops, well we should have. No, it went on for forty years. It was a forty year study, the Tuskegee experiment. And for all this time, they kept the secret that they were giving these people syphilis and seeing what would happen. Right, and they tried different treatments, and I don't think any of them worked that well. So these poor people end up with, um, I mean, you get anemia, you get fatigue, you you get, it can damage your brain, your nerves. I mean, it's a horrible disease. Uh, And they they didn't get the proper treatment because that was part of the experiment was to try these kind of other other cures that, that didn't work. And finally, after 40 years, they ended it. But oh, my gosh, I'm with these people. So it tells you your government can do bad things. Right. And that sometimes vaccines are an experiment. And therefore, please, Mr. Business Owner. Right. Stop the fascism. Okay, Businesses don't own their customers and they don't own their employees for that matter either. I, I think medical liberty is a must. It's an individual right, right? So if somebody wants a vaccine, they can get it. If they don't want it, I don't think anybody should force or cajole them into it. Um, I think incentives are fine. You know, businesses want to provide incentives, but people really need to be informed. Are these vaccines safe? Because I'm still creeped out by these videos where people can get that vaccine and then stick a magnet or even a cell phone on their arm. I mean, this is different, right? So you go to like uh bit shoot. I got to make sure I say that right. That's like the word bit, B-I-T, and then shoot like parachute, bit shoot. Um, they have the videos. You will not find a single one on YouTube. They are censoring that, okay? They won't let anybody show that what they call the magnet challenge, but you go to bit shoot and you look up the magnet challenge and you will see uh, people doing these things, right? All over the world, Mexico, Canada, the United States, Um, These vaccines have some property that makes the people magnetic for a certain time, then it it wears off. Um, And I'm hearing reports that the contents of these COVID vaccines settles in your reproductive organs, which maybe there's another agenda there, too. Right. And why are they pushing it? Why are they talking about this Delta variant being so bad for young people? Because young people are barely bothered by this. I mean, they might be spreaders, right? They might spread it to grandma and grandpa unwittingly. But they're not dying from it. I mean, the people under 30 that die from this, they might have died from something else anyway. That's all I'm trying to say. Uh, No offense. We don't want them to die. It's just that they're probably medically fragile if they die from COVID. That tends to be who it is. People over 70 and 80, medically fragile, which, which are good people. I mean, they just might have high blood pressure or diabetes or something else. But... Is injuring young people. I've got a story from AboveTopSecret.com. I just thought I'd throw that website out there. It's not a perfect website, but they do have interesting stories. It was an 18 year old athlete, a young man, that had a heart attack after getting his second dose of the vaccine. And doctors did not want to believe that this guy's heart problems had anything to do with the vaccine. And it wasn't until a nurse bought in a study by Israeli researchers and showed them that this vaccine was known to possibly cause myocarditis, which is what the young man was experiencing, that the doctors decided they better treat his heart attack. They left him in the hallway for six hours because they didn't think this 18-year-old could be having a heart attack. So we gotta be careful of these vaccines. So let's don't mandate experimental vaccines. After the break, I'm gonna tell you about a great health symposium coming up in Utah. It's gonna be in Davis County. And I bought my tickets for it. So I'll tell you about that so you can buy your tickets too after the break. All right, welcome back to round three of. Path Forward, Utah, Path Forward, America, with your political host, Bob McEntee. And I guess that's part of my job, let you know what's going on, what events are happening. And this I've got a real in-person event for you. Yeah, they're going to put the videos on YouTube afterward, but wouldn't it be nice to get together with some people on September 11th? In fact, I could use a good distraction on September 11th, because what else you can do except think about bad things? But uh, Christian Chevrier and company, they are sponsoring, once again, the Your Health Freedom Symposium. They do this every year. They bring in great speakers from all over the country. I haven't, I haven't researched which speakers yet. Right? I just found out it was September 11th. I thought, you know, I better buy my tickets. They're still doing an early bird special today. It was supposed to end, but they're letting it go on a little bit longer. It's just thirty nine dollars a person. That includes a lunch, by the way. But you get to uh, sit down with people and see the booths of the speakers and the and the other people, uh, all talking about. You know, basically healthy things you can do. How do you how do you protect your immune system and and make it work for you so you don't have to worry about if you get the vaccine or not, or if your mask is perfect or not, or did you wash your hands enough? You know, just how do you make your immune system work as God intended, right? To give us a really good immune system. Um, I I really like Kristen, what she does. She stands for medical liberty and in particular vaccine liberty, meaning if you're informed and you would like to get whatever vaccine. Go ahead, but if you don't know what the va- it's what's in the vaccine or what it might do to you, then you should probably hold off and become informed, right? Because there's side effects. She had a family member that was that was damaged by a vaccine, and that's a very unfortunate way to wake up to it. But it's how a lot of people do. Now I woke up to the vaccine threat just by just out of curiosity. I took a laser and I shone it down a vaccine vial, and I saw a bunch of metal fragments floating in there. And they look like splinters, metallic splinters and i realized this can't be good. i don't think anybody needs an injection of metal splinters because those things are going to lodge somewhere and they do sometimes cause problems in your body's electrochemical, right? so that's they're aluminum by the way. it's with the that metal that i saw is like they're like very small aluminum splinters but they're they will show up with a powerful laser that you can see them with the naked eye. and that's how I became concerned about vaccines, and I was in the military, so I was getting shot every which way with vaccines. And I, that's one reason I finally got out, you know, of active duty, so that I wouldn't have to have continuous vaccines for going around the world. Um, but I think her health symposium is a really smart way to learn what is that about a copay to visit your doctor, more or less? I mean, round number. Or if you don't have medical insurance, then it's almost cheaper than anything you can do with the medical industry, right? Thirty-nine bucks to learn talk to people, sit down with them, talk to other people that are, that, you know, do their own things and study it. In fact, this brings up a point. I hadn't prepared it out, but you know, every so often you, you come across somebody that maybe found a cancer cure like Royal Rife. He, he designed a machine that by frequencies could kill cancer. Um, now they ran him out of the United States, right? They didn't want that competition going on. Um, they use that in other parts of the world and people use it individually. But nobody in the United States, in the land of the free and the home of the brave, is allowed to open up a clinic and use the royal rife technique of just hitting your body with frequencies that will kill cancer, but not you. Um, but this other gentleman found a different way, and it was very interesting. He he was actually more or less given a death sentence. The man had 50 tumors. Um, I did say this story is a PDF if somebody wants it. But he found, by some odd means... And if he took this dog dewormer, it, it's, you know, sold, You it's over the counter, right? You can buy it on Amazon today, dog dewormer. And he took it for three days in a row and then four days off. And for every day, he took vitamin E, turmeric, you know, that golden, the golden herb, I'll call it, it looks, got a nice gold color to it. And then in the evening, uh CBD oil. And this combination made his 50 tumors completely go away inside the three months it just amazing actually and so he's very excited about it he wants to tell everybody about it but you know i'm I'm, i unfortunately i can tell you you're not going to see him on the evening news right he's not going to be on fox news or cnn or anything because wow what a great profitable business the cancer industry is just like selling you a vaccine even if it's free to you somebody's getting paid for that vaccine right somebody's getting billed big bucks because if hydroxychloroquine for about a dollar you know a dose can fix you well it's a lot more profitable to get you that vaccine and so they want to lean toward the vaccines and they always know that you know you're probably gonna need a follow-up vaccine or if if the virus changes too much you'll need a new vaccine so vaccines are a nice business model right because you always need more of them if you become dependent on them there is another way to go and that's what the your health freedom supposing would say it's like hey how about keep up on your zinc and your vitamin D and C and all that, so that so that your immune system will just fight this stuff off. so you'll be in the ninety eight point five percent that don't really get bothered by COVID, right? And at least to the best of your ability. Now that's one symposium, and that is September eleventh. You go to yourhealthfreedom.org dot org to find that health symposium. yourhealthfreedom.org dot org, just one big long word, no dashes or anything. And you can uh, you can explore that conference a little bit. Um, Kristen didn't want to put where it was because she doesn't want spoilers coming to it. Like Sometimes Antifa will show up to things they don't like. I don't think they would come to this, but that's why it's a little hard to find where it is. But it's in Layton, Layton uh, Davis County there. There's also another conference coming up in October. And this is one sponsored by the Utah Platform Republican PAC, who would like conservatives to run things. Um, even though they'll work with whoever's in power, they, and they, well, we, I'm on the board, we focus on um, the legislative races in Utah, at least for now. We've thought about going bigger, but for now, just the House and Senate seats in Utah, that's enough. Uh, but we want to inspire people to think, to understand why conservative ideas work, right? Why, why is low taxes good for our country? And why is limiting government better than growing government? You know, and why is less regulation better than more regulation? And again, we're not for no regulation. We're just for less regulation, less taxes, and less government. Well, that's the conservative ideas. It's cheaper, leaner government. And we're going to have like a CPAC of the West. you have heard of CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Committee. Uh, we're going to have WE CAN, Western Conservative Action Network. We're booking our speakers now. We're starting a website. It's going to be the, is the third weekend of October? Either way, October twenty second and twenty third, kind of a two day deal, and there'll be booths, there'll be there'll be speakers whose names you know from all over. Uh, <clears throat> there'll probably be some people you don't know speaking on subjects that maybe you're not familiar with, like like possibly the EMP threat. Um, we're kind of racking and stacking the speakers, so we're not d- done yet. But that's something to that pencil on your website. So if you got something for September 11th, and then you've got October 22nd, 23rd. When it's starting to get a little cool, it's going to be dark a lot earlier, right? But this will be a fun thing to go to to network with conservatives and to show your support for the conservative cause. Um, so I hope that's going to be very popular, and we get to do it every year. In fact, one thing we, the platform Republican Pack, have been focused on is is challenging CRP critical race theory. So it does not come into Utah schools. And we sent out our, our weekly email, went out last night, and it was focused on that. Now, you know, some people confuse it. Oh, you don't want to talk about race or bad things in history? No, we, we talk about race. We can talk about bad things in history. That's okay. And we always have. I mean, that's always been public education and private education. There's some academic freedom where people can bring things up. Um. But the tricky thing is CRT is getting so much pushback around the country, and Democrats are realizing it could hurt them. That they're 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 trying to rebrand it. They're trying to give it a new name. Same content, right? Same same. Let's call the white kids racist and irredeemable, and we'll say the others are uh, can never be racist, right? It's it's nonsense. But they they're trying to change the name to transformative social emotional learning. Well, that's a mouthful, isn't it? In fact, my spell checker didn't even know "transformative." You'd think it would, but I guess it's not. A word Barack Obama likes to use that word, so when I saw "transformative," I kind of think of Barack Obama because he wanted to transform the United States, which means he wasn't really happy with how it is. Uh, fundamentally, he wanted to fundamentally transform. You could be not happy with the United States and still love it, but if you want to fundamentally transform it, then you think the whole thing's broken, right? So he doesn't like it, and. Basically, I think Joe Biden has worked out to be obama 's third term, um, so we want to keep the pushback going on this, and that 's why we sent out an email <clears throat> that 's why we sponsored a zoom conference and that 's why we 'll certainly be talking about this at the weekend conference just to keep that awareness up there If they try to get slippery and change the name we'll update you on what the what the new names are um, but this could actually really help Republicans and the country it 's not so much political, but we don't want to tag some kids as racist and some not when When, you know, no one gets along better than kids, right? Kids play with each other. They don't care what color you are or what religion you are. They just, you know, they're happy to be friends with you, which is the great thing about kids. We'll talk after the break. Did you have a good Juneteenth holiday? The holiday that just kind of poof popped up there in one week. And you never saw the federal government move so fast, right? To Boom, we got a holiday. We're taking off tomorrow. We'll talk about Juneteenth. Uh, I'll, I'll leave you with this before. Did you know there's a flag? During the break here, you can search for the, the Juneteenth flag and see what that's all about. We'll talk more about it after the break.
1: Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time.
2: You guys, your customer service and everything, you guys are great. And the commercials talk about it, but I don't know if it really gives it true justice. People need to know this is maybe the most amazing product I've ever tried. It's so pure. It tastes so good. I'm just blown away by it.
1: Balance of Nature is now offering 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code... USA At the American Veterinary Medical Association annual convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health.
0: One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals.
2: There's more valuable information at AVMA. CMA.org. Awesome and amazing day, friends. It's John and Chelsea Jubilee with Energize Health. You've been hearing our messages for a while. You've heard Wayne Allen Root and his extraordinary testimony of what's been going on. And women, if
1: you have a husband that is struggling or needs a loving nudge, I encourage you to nudge him off the couch and go check out our masterclass on our website, including the amazing testimonials.
2: And these testimonials are just real people. They're not famous or high-level production. This is real people, people. People talking on their iPhone, people sitting across from their spouse. They share their real story for the past 23 years, tens of thousands of people reversing arthritis, diabetes, high blood pressure, neck pain, back pain, migraine headaches, brain fog, lots of challenging things. Be a beautiful, beloved skeptic. And come check us
1: out at EnergizedHealth.com. That's EnergizedHealth.com.
2: As a follower of Christ, you are created and called for greatness, now more than ever before. In his powerful sequel to the bestseller, Kingdom Man, Tony Evans' Kingdom Men Rising calls men to break free of apathetic faith, to take a stand, do more than just exist. You have been called to rise up and influence those around you. Discover how, when you get Kingdom Men Rising, and learn the art of intentional impact. New from Tony Evans, sponsored by The Urban Alternative.
0: With a Democratic sweep officially in place, we are now at the mercy of tax and spend economics. Get ready for runaway national debt pushing the further devaluation of the dollar. So if you haven't invested in gold, now is the time to protect your savings. Birch Gold Group is the premier precious metals IRA company in America. With an A-plus BBB rating and thousands of satisfied customers, Birch Gold can help you move an eligible IRA or 401k into an IRA backed by gold. Go to birchgold.com slash radio for your free information kit. That's birchgold.com slash radio. Welcome back to Path Forward Utah with your political host, Bob McEntee. And I guess it was political because it got voted in last week that we we're going to have a Juneteenth national holiday. Boom. And just there, we didn't have it Monday, but we had it Friday. And the federal government, they acted quick. They took that holiday off, right? They, they said, we'll fix the time cards later. It, it, was, it was amazing the speed with which they can react when, when there's an incentive to do so. Uh, Don't forget that, by the way, the government can act quickly if it has to. Usually it doesn't. Um, So this might still be new to people. Uh, The Juneteenth holiday is is designed to celebrate when the soldiers came and told the the former black slaves in Texas that they were now free. Right. Of course, then they needed a job. Right. So it's kind of bittersweet. Um, But that's what it commemorates was the, the being set free, you know, and. It was great news to them, and they've they've continued the celebration. Um, I had, I really heard of this the last few years, but it sure did gain popularity quickly. Kind of makes me wonder if are we going to have Kwanzaa? Is that is that we're going to have a hol- extra holiday around Christmas time? This I don't know. Stay tuned for the Joe Biden show because maybe I mean I think they'll pull it right, and if they think it's going to get them more votes to throw in another national holiday, then guess what? <laughs> you might just have another national holiday. Kwanzaa doesn't have quite the deep roots. Uh, it started in, in the U.S., I believe, in 1966. So it, it's not as old as, because Juneteenth goes back to the Civil War, right? The end of the Civil War, 1865. But this is 100 years later. Uh, some say it's a made-up holiday. They don't celebrate this in Africa. But African Americans like to celebrate it as kind of a, an African thing around Christmas time. So who knows? We'll have to find out. And I'd say if we get a Kwanzaa holiday, somebody is pandering. Right, because it's kind of made up. We don't need it. Juneteenth is at least a real thing. Uh, it commemorates a good thing. But uh, search it out. Check out that Juneteenth flag. It's kind of interesting. I don't have a lot of analysis on it now. It's just interesting that there is one. And so you might as well know what it looks like so you can recognize it. Um, now, also this week, back to national politics for a minute. Mitt Romney helped craft a bipartisan compromise on the infrastructure bill. Compromise. Well, you know, everybody should do what they're good at, right? Okay, I'm just teasing Mitt Romney there a little bit. Uh, I'm not surprised that he was involved in the compromise. But even though they got this bipartisan compromise, which the Democrats claimed they really wanted, and they did seem to work towards it, right? You got you got a few Democrats working with, with a few Republicans. They had this group of 10 that was very bipartisan. However, as soon as they they say they've got a deal, Joe Biden throws in there that, well, I'm not going to sign that unless you do this other stuff I want too. So really it means deal, no deal. It's kind of like, okay, we made this deal, but I'm not going to do it unless I get my way on all this other stuff and you spend all these other trillions. So I don't know if that's going to pass or not um, or if they're going to go with it because it was slimmed down, which is probably good because smaller excessive spending is better than larger excessive spending, right? And we're already seeing the effects of inflation. I think everybody knows it costs more to fill up that grocery cart now, right? It costs more to buy a new air conditioner costs a lot more to buy even a used car, and especially a new one. I mean, used cars, it's amazing what they're going for now. There's there's no more garbage cars for $1,500. Well, there's a few, but they're pretty bad. But used car prices have just gone way up. And people are going to feel that. Just like home prices have gone up uh, 23% over the last year, and, and that's just the asking. I mean, the, the selling prices have gone up even more because people are starting to – they have to outbid with being asked. And then there's now they said today that previously what they call um, a whisper listing, meaning realtors don't officially list it. In fact, I'm selling a home that I guess technically would be a whisper listing because I called up a realtor. She said, hey, I know somebody that might be interested in that home. We just made a deal that, okay, you know what? We won't put this on the MLS. If if you're people who want a home and these these poor kids have been outbid on five other homes, right? They they put their bid in and then somebody financially bigger comes along and outbids them. So they keep trying to buy a house, and they keep getting outbid. I said, you know what? They'll just make me a fair offer. I won't I won't even put it on the market and see what I can get, right? Because I might be able to get ten or twenty thousand dollars more. But but I like the idea. The young couple needs a starter home, and, and they're willing to put my elbow grease on my home, so I don't have to like get it show ready for them. They said, hey, we'll take care of that stuff. And I said, OK, so Whisper listings have gone from two years ago, they were 2.4 percent of the list of listings. Now they're 4 percent. Of course, you may never know. There might not be great stats on Whisper listings, but it's almost doubled. It's 4 percent. And the problem is with with homes being so hard to find any homes at all. Because, in fact, there's 50 percent more realtors than homes for sale. Right. So there's not enough. There's not enough homes for every realtor to even have a home to list. So homes are in short supply. There's about a two month supply of homes on the market. They like to see a six to nine month supply. And that, that, that's why there's this competition because they go fast. And so it's a real advantage to know a realtor that knows about these whisper listings, right. Um, Or to get one, but it means it makes it even tighter in the public market because not all the homes are being listed. Um, I did mine out of kindness, right? It wasn't secret bidding war. It was just, let's help these kids get a home, right? And I want to sell mine, so everybody wins. It also keeps it from the real estate investment trusts or BlackRock or some of these big investment companies that are tending to buy up homes or buying up whole neighborhoods. And the concern there is they're going to turn us into renter nation. Uh, I am a little bit concerned about that because these, these big people have the power to outbid everybody. Now, I kind of think it, it could backfire on them, right? Because if they're paying top dollar for all these homes, and then new construction, you know, comes along and it will lower the, the price over time if there's there's more supply, then these real estate investment trusts could get left holding the bag on these pricey homes if they can't unload, but they can probably rent out. So that could be ugly for them. We'll see. Uh, but right now, people just want homes, and so it's hard to find them. Um, let's talk a little bit more about business students. I did talk a few shows ago about the price of oil and it just kind of keeps going up. It'll pause sometimes. it will kind of pause for a while, but you probably it's, a, it's over $70 a barrel. Now it's like 73 to $74 a barrel. What's a barrel of oil. That's about, it's about round number 42 gallons, right? And there's stuff in there you can't use. So maybe you only get about 38 gallons out of it, I think, but that's why gasoline has gone up quite a bit, but I will tell you back when oil was about $70 a barrel and it held that for a long time. Gasoline was still only 250. So there's been some inflation in what it costs to produce the gasoline, what kind of gasoline they're producing, the transportation costs. Because President Biden shutting down pipelines makes gas more expensive, because trucking it around is a lot more expensive than pushing it by pipeline. Um, but the the gush ETF I mentioned that that's done very well. It's over 100 dollars a share now. Um, Natural gas is going up too, which is kind of strange because usually in June, if you're like most people, you don't use near as much natural gas in June and July, right? Because you only use it for cooking and showering, that kind of thing. Um, You're not using it to heat your home because you don't have to heat your home right now. But natural gas keeps going up. So I I think it's another effect of inflation. And inflation, Joe Biden said he wouldn't raise taxes on people under $400,000. The problem is inflation is a hidden tax and you feel it everywhere you go. So even though he hasn't technically raised like federal taxes, he he has raised your food bill and your gas bill and your home bill and your tuition and your car bill, right? These things are all going off because they're spending so much it's, it's causing big inflation. Now, one of the things we can do to help contain energy prices is well go back to energy independence, but I don't think they want to go that way. But at least for electricity, because we still do burn natural gas, sometimes oils, sometimes coal. Um, is new safe nuclear power? There is a new kind of nuclear power that, and I, I I searched this out. I followed my own rule because somebody was saying, well, it takes so much water to cool nuclear. Well, you know, the small nuclear power plants can actually run on just air convection. You know, they just dissipate. Heat, heat like certain cars, like the Porsches and the old Volkswagens, they didn't have radiators, right? They designed them so the airflow, just like on most many motorcycles, the airflow would cool the engine, not, they didn't need a water system. And they've got some small nuclear plants to do that. They've also got a little bit larger, but still smaller than what we use now, nuclear power, that uses sodium, sodium, uh, kind of like the, you know, like sodium, like in the salt, Right. When it gets really hot, it's a liquid and it burns very hot. And actually, what's good about that is those nuclear plants that, that are sodium cooled operate very hot, they can take old spent nuclear fuel that was just gonna be waste, nuclear waste to go sit in Nevada. They can take that as their fuel because they can they can burn down 90% of that, right? So it reduces how much nuclear waste there is, and they can they can be made safe so that they can walk away shut down. So if something happens or like, let's say the operator can walk away or pass out or whatever, there's a problem that plant will still shut itself down. And in 50 or 60 years, that waste decay, it decays enough, it gets less radioactive that you can harvest the rare earth minerals that are in that. Nuclear is carbon free and we have uranium, we mine it here in Utah. Mine in Wyoming. It, it's it's a native fuel. We have that fuel. So I'm just going to advocate that learn about new nuclear, search that out, and we'll talk more about is the governor going to pick a new treasurer soon? Because that's on his plate. But we'll talk about that next week. Have a good week. Be back on Path 4 Utah.